0: Welcome everybody, this is the first edition, your first prediction show of Get The KO, and we couldn't have picked a better card for this. I am your host today, Clifford Red Dog Miller, as always. And as always, you will hear Julie Jubaka.
1: What up?
0: And of course, there's one other person here, and his name is Anthony Lu Luhan. Anthony, give him a shout out.
2: What up? What up? What up? All right. And with us, we do have a special guest. I had to bring down the uh, Western Nebraska boy Um, we have with us. We have Nick Honstein. And if you don't know who Nick Honstein is, look up EBI 11. Nick won the uh, EBI. uh, I believe it's the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu category for uh, bantamweight. Um, Nick's been training all over the place. I've been following Nick since he was in Scott's Bluff. Nick, go ahead and introduce yourself. Well, uh, it's
3: good to be on the show, yeah. Uh, Nick Honstein, um, it's actually combat jujitsu, they called yeah, it the, the Bantamweight CJJ Championship because they allowed us to slap that tournament. Ooh. But, um, yeah, it's good to be on the show. I, um, I've just been fighting around, you know, Western Nebraska, Denver, Australia, and now I'm in. Now I'm in eastern Nebraska running uh, Lincoln Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I'm running the MMA program out of here. We call ourselves the Outsiders. So now I'm mostly coaching. i still doing a little bit of competitive BJJ and uh, combat Jiu-Jitsu when it comes up, which actually I just got the invite to go back. Really quick. Um, nah,
0: no pun intended. So quick, Nick. Um, yes, he fought in the EBI uh, 11 for combat Jiu-Jitsu. He is... That he won it. It was an amazing feat to watch. Anthony and I have been, uh, we've known Nick since actually high school. So we've kind of watched you kind of blossom. And I know that I followed your career when you were at CFFC um, down in Australia, just slapping slapping the hell out of Aussies, man. One of my favorite things was I remember uh, there was an interview, I think, uh, dude was talking about you, and he's like, I can't wait to beat this Yankee. And then you were like, <laughs> and then you came back. You're like, that's that's cool. Whatever you want to say, man. And then you ended up. I think you ended up tapping them out too.
3: Probably a lot of them. Uh, I I, <laughs> I did do pretty well in Australia. I came on. I landed at number three. There were two weights that um I fought the best there, and I lost to the top two. They're both <laughs> tough, man. Yeah, was that Pedro? And, I definitely. Uh, Pedro I, got I think I had nine matches there. Um, you know, I also. I also took two losses at lightweight, actually, while I was in Australia. I All do. in one I night. That. Yeah. It was a... So, yeah, I had a lot of action over there. It was fun. Yeah. And it's kind of cool, man. It's like,
0: it's one of those things where, like, you, you follow the sport so closely, and then you start to see, like, other people that you know kind of grow into it and, and start fighting in it. So, um, and, you know, we we actually have another person who comes on here, and he talks about um, – he's in amateur rank right now. He's actually the amateur lightweight out of Florida. His name's um, Justin Starks, and we call him Ghost. And uh, he was a kid who was in the Air Force with me, and I remember watching him develop from – you know, he was a high school wrestler who wanted to get into the Brazilian jiu-jitsu world, so he started doing combative jiu-jitsu. And then yep. the next thing you know, like, now he's in Florida training all the time. So it's kind of cool that, you know, we – we have like all these small ties and you see them from like one or two things, but seeing you do the thing that you're doing, man, it's just amazing to watch and all the success. Um, did you just have
3: a fight at uh, MCF 16? I did. I did. Uh, my, I hadn't fought in a long time and I kind of decided I was done and I didn't really want to do it unless I was going to do it at high levels. You know, there's all those reasons not to. And I've got a, one of my teammates is just, he, he does a lot of matchmaking and, uh, he's really involved in the local MMA scene and he works getting matches with my guys. And, um, he just, he really has his finger on the pulse. And he told me, he's like, you know, I'm training every Friday. I'm getting my guys ready. I'm training a couple times a week. We're sparring. And I'm, I'm feeling good. And I'm like, yeah, no, it'd be fun to fight again. But, and he says, all right, what if I just find you the right match? Just, just the right match. We can go in, just, just kind of get a feel, get a feel for it again. and, and, Something came up, short notice. The opponent was right. The weight was right. It wasn't much of a weight cut, so we went up and did it. We had fun. Glad I did it. I don't know if I'll do it again, but it was fun. Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> yes, that one last ride. I know. I hear that about a, a <laughs> lot of fighters when they have that 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 moment where they're like, you know what? It would be cool just get it all out of my system and then just kind of move on.
3: Yeah, and just okay. do it. Let's get
2: this That's cool. Hey, so- I, I,
3: but like, with that,
2: what's up, Hey, Pin? when's his last hurrah. Say that again. What's that? Uh, my, I'm here Josh and Cliff because he's a Hawaiian fighter. He, he loves the Hawaiian fighters and B a penestal they're fighting.
3: Yeah. Crap. yeah. I'm I'm losing service again.
2: No, I you're might, fine. You're fine. Just... What it
0: is is it's what Anthony's basically saying is that um we're we're getting ready to talk about UFC two thirty two, right? And that there's a bunch yeah. of fighters that are obviously going to be on that fight. One of those fighters mm-hmm. is BJ Penn, and I'm a huge Hawaiian yeah. fan. Um, I was I was stationed out in Hawaii uh, for five years, and and I just fell in love with the Hawaiian scene and the Hawaiian fighters, the Hawaiian culture, and like he makes fun of me because I love everything that comes out of Hawaii. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, totally. I, that that's actually um, the BJ Penn fight is probably the one I'm most excited about. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well let's let's start from the bottom up, man. We're gonna be talking about all these fights. We wanna pick our winners, so how we're gonna do the order is kind of how we normally do the order. It's gonna be Julie, okay. uh Anthony, then yourself, and then I'll give my my uh my at the winner too. So let's start with the ban weight, right? So Julie, you got uh, Brian Kelleher versus Montel Jackson. Tell me who you got on that
1: fight. I got Jackson.
2: Right on, right on. I'm gonna go with the uh, the more seasoned guy and I'm going Brian Kelleher. So uh
0: for this fight, I'm gonna take Brian Kelleher as well. Um so we're gonna move on to the next card up. Let's go with uh Curtis Miller versus uh Syere.
1: I'm gonna go with Curtis. Sam, I'm going
0: Curtis Miller as well. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Curtis in this fight. It's just this is crazy not to. Um next fight up we're gonna have Uriah Hall versus uh Bevan Lewis.
1: This was hard, but I ended up choosing Hall. <laughs>
2: I got Uriah Hall. I'm a big fan of Uriah Hall. Same here.
0: So I'm a big fan of Uriah Hall as well, but he is on kind of a, like a slide. So I think, uh, against my better judgment, I guess I'm going to go with Uriah Hall too. I, I really want to play. That's why Bell I Lewis. said it was
1: hard for me. I, yeah. That's why I said but it was hard. I feel like if Lewis catches him the right way because of what's been happening, but it's also Uriah Hall. He's so good. So, so good He training. might just be like, oh, surprise, don't call me out, bitches. So. Yep. All
0: right, let's move up, man. So we got Andre E. Wall versus Nathan- Nathaniel Wood. Uh, who do you got? Um, Andre.
2: I'm going Nathaniel Wood.
0: <laughs> we got a split. I guess I'll be the, the final on this one. I'm going to go with Nathaniel Wood as well.
2: He was originally
1: my choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny.
0: So our next fight up that we're gonna get is the primary uh preliminary card. It's gonna be on Fox Sports One. Mm-hmm. So this will be BJ Penn versus Ryan Hall. This is a big match we've been talking about. So Julie, who you got?
1: Oh BJ Penn.
0: Anthony, who do you got? I got uh Ryan Ooh. Hall by Cap Out. Ooh. Boy, we didn't want your finish, man. We just wanted you to pick the whatever man. I- <laughs> Nah, 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 I know I had to do. I'm actually going to go the other way too. I'm actually going to go at Ryan Hall. BJ Penn is on a on a huge slide, and you know once he's fighting once a year, I just I just can't go with it, man. So I got to go with Ryan Hall. So we move up to bantamweight. We've got Douglas uh, Silva D'Andre. God, Marty's going to kill me for that versus uh, <laughs> uh, Peter Yan. So who were you taking?
1: Um, I switched mine at the last minute, and I went.
2: Where'd you go, Julie? Douglas. Okay. I'm going Douglas as well. I'm going to take Douglas in
0: this one. So we go to the women's featherweight. We're going to go with Kat Zagano versus Megan Anderson. Who we got, Julie?
2: Megan Anderson. Uh, this is such a hard one because Megan Anderson is so good. But I've been a Kat Zagano fan <laughs> since she finally State. I'm going Kat Zagano.
0: I'm going Kat Zagano as well. <laughs> I'm just a huge, I'm a huge Cat fan as well. All right, so we've got Andre Vlaski versus Walt Harris at heavyweight. <coughs> Julie, who you got? Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to, oh,
2: God I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Harris. I'm not going with Harris. I'm going with Andre Vlaski. so hard to do. I
1: know, it's so hard to go against him.
0: It is. It's very tough. I got to go with Andre Vlaski as well. I'm I'm a huge fan.
1: I just, I, I don't know why, but I got the feeling that that Harris is, Harris has that, like, oh, he's going against Andre kind of fire right now. I don't know, but I got that weird feeling, so we'll see, though.
0: All right, so let's move on. We're going to go right into the main card. Boom. We got the featherweight to start us off, man. Chad Mendez versus Alexander
1: Volkanovski. I got Volkanovski. It was
2: so hard to choose it too because I really want Mendes. To win. I got Vol- who do you got? Anthony? I'm not a big Chad Mendes fan, but I'm still going with Chad Mendes. I'm going with Chad Mendes.
0: The dude just got nasty, nasty hands.
1: That's that's why I it's I kind of want him. He's really good, but I there's something about the way Volkanovski and lately that I'm okay. I could see him winning it. So. <laughs>
0: So let's go with, uh we're going to go light heavyweight. We got Latifi versus Corey Anderson.
1: Oh, I'm on that Latifi train like what? I'm on Latifi train
2: as well.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be, I'm just going to make it 3-0. I'm on the Latifi train for this one. All right, so we're going to get to this next matchup. So these next three matchups, I want the winner, and I want how they're going to win this fight. So let's start us off with Carlos Condit versus Michael Chiesa.
1: Okay. Um, I chose Carlos round <laughs> round two with the KOTKO, and that was kind of. But I feel like he's as much as I want. As much as I think that Michael could pull it off, I think that right now because Condit's been on a little bit of a slide, and there's been a lot of articles about him, and there's been. I think there's like – I got to prove that I'm, I'm, I'm as good as I, I, I've always been kind of thing, and sometimes that pushes fighters over. So I feel like he's going to pull that fire from before – like from back in the day because when he does it, he, he gets it the first couple rounds. K-O-T-K-O, so.
2: I am going with the natural-born killer as well, but I think he's going to tap him out, and I think Ooh. it's because – Michael Cheezy thinks he can wrestle really well, but he doesn't understand how good Carlos Condit is on the ground. I right. think he's going to get it in the third round. I think he's going to slip him in and get him in a, uh, in a rear naked. And win that match.
0: Yeah, I'm going like to have it. to go. I'm going to go with Carlos Condit, but I'm going to go unanimous decision. I think this is a fight that ends up going all three rounds. Even though Carlos Condit like, outpoints the fight, I think
1: – that's the way I have to roll. I could see that. I could definitely see it going all, all, all rounds.
0: So let's move on. So this is our first <laughs> championship fight. This is obviously a huge championship fight. We are going to get us Chris Cyborg versus Amanda Nunes. All right. We know like Brazilians out here always talk about how they don't want to fight each other. But this is this is it. This is the fight of fights. So... I want to know who you're going to pick and how they're going to win. Julie, start us off.
1: Okay, I got Chris Cyborg before the end of th- round three by strikes. Like, either KO, TKO, or maybe she gets that weird thing like with Ioana when she tapped out the strikes, but I feel like when she said, I'm the pressure, I feel like that's how she's going to do it. She's going to get her with the pressure.
0: All right.
2: Anthony, what you got? You know, I just, it's so hard to go against Chris Cyborg. Amanda um, Nunez showed up a few fights, but she's also uh, showed shown up uh, and shown herself against uh, Valentina Shevshank, the uh, person that counter-strikes her. I just, it's so hard because we know mana can not throw those hands. But I'm going to go Chris Cyborg, and I think it's going to be in the second round by TKO. Okay. Woo. I'm going to have to go the other way. I'm going to say Amanda
0: Nunes, I'm going to give her in the fourth round. K.O. Ooh.
1: Okay.
0: I just – hey, you know, Cyborg has those hands, and she's been dominant for so long. But, you know, we watched – Amanda Nunes just pick people apart, and I think this is gonna be great. It's for her possible. To show off. Yep, it's very possible. It's
1: entirely possible. I, if this makes sense, I'm fine with either way.
0: <laughs> well, I'm fine with about, either like, way. One. When... The last time we saw Cyborg in an in a octagon, right? Didn't she fight? She fought a girl who took the fight on short notice, and that girl went. Oh no, it wasn't her? That was Tanya. That I was thinking of. So it was a few fights ago. Tanya took the fight on short notice, July 29 2017. And um, she she went to the third round with her. She was just, like, called up at, like, the last
1: minute. But then,
0: you know, she right. did beat Holly Holm. But Holmes. Tanya
1: Avenger, uh, but, I mean, also, there. this also has to be noted. Tanya Avenger, if you ever watch her before She's she tough. jumped over and watched her matches, that bitch is a badass. Yep. So I was looking forward to watching them two pound each other. In the face, because I was like, if someone's gonna go longer than around with Cyborg, it was gonna be her. Yeah,
0: and she she did. So I definitely gonna take. I'm gonna take Amanda Nunes. I think she cleans up her boxing a lot, and I think she's gonna win a fourth by KO. So I'm gonna give it that I way. I see that. So let's go with this last match because this is the uh, this is the one we've been talking about for the last three weeks. Uh We got John Jones versus Alexander Gustafson. Who do we got? Okay, Julie, so.
1: And so I'm I'm gonna put this. This is not what I want to happen, but this is what I think is gonna happen for some reason. It's a strong gut feeling. I feel that Alexander is gonna win by decision, but by barely, and it's gonna piss off the crowd. <laughs> I feel like that's what's gonna happen. That it's gonna be because Gusev is pretty good as a matchup with John Jones, and with all the shit that just happened recently, I feel like that's just gonna get him even, uh, give him a little more oomph. I feel like if they don't get the shit out of each other and get each other before the judges, it's possible. And that's what happens. It's going to be like decision, barely. And it's going to be a lot of like, mm, I don't know about that. But that's what I feel is going to happen. Okay. Solid,
0: solid. You
2: know, you know, Julie, I, uh, <clears throat> you know, I am. I'm not against that. But if that wasn't Vegas. But the movie Callie, I don't know if that's going to be it, how it goes. Um, so here's my prediction with this. Um, just watching videos from Alexander Kustoffson, uh as the other day when they're talking about he, he felt he won the fight and he, he, he feels John Jones is, is not clean, he's dirty, he's going to use whenever he can. I think John Jones comes out. And knocks out Alexander Gustafsson. That'd be so good. I'm gonna tell you that he's gonna do it in the third round.
0: Okay. Ooh. He said knock out in the third round.
2: That's. But I, but I think he might do the same thing, and he might knock him out with a kick.
0: I just, you know, what's funny though is I don't see Alexander Gustafsson making the same mistake that um, Daniel Cormier made. I just, I don't see it happening. I mean, it's very plausible because John Jones is deadly with his kicks. But I just, I don't know if that's something I could definitely see happening because um, Gustafson is so tall. Like, I just don't, I don't know if that happens. But this is the world of mixed martial arts, man. We can expect anything to happen. Right. So I'm, <laughs> y'all gonna be, you're gonna laugh at me for this. I'm gonna say fourth round. John Jones. Submission. And I'm gonna say guilty and choke. At that. Okay. I just here's the thing. We've seen Alexander Gustafson go down to the ground before, but he hasn't been able to handle the thing is about John Jones, is John Jones has been working on his wrestling a whole lot. We watched him destroy DC with his wrestling. That's true. He was
1: focusing that
0: on a lot with the DC match, and he defended DC's takedowns quite often. And I think that when he gets in there and fights Alex and Augustus, and he's gonna use his striking to set up his ground game, he's gonna tap him out.
1: All right, then that happened. I'm fine with all of them. I'm fine with all of the ways these (laughs) happen.
0: So this is an exciting card. I'm definitely hyped about everything. So Anthony, go ahead and um. I guess we'll we'll actually we'll, we'll start with Julie. Julie, outside of those two fights, what fight are you excited about most?
1: So I changed mine at the last minute. I originally had the Megan, but but honestly, now I think about it probably going to be the Carlos Condit fight because I want to see I want to see the two of them go, and I'm really hoping that um, this is the match that he comes back at because I think he's I think he's a really good fighter. I'd really like to see him kind of come back and be like, hey, don't forget I'm here. So I think, honestly, that one, I think I'm looking for just a straight three main. Just that's that's the shit for me.
0: Yeah, definitely. I understand that.
2: Anthony, what's your pick? Uh, I have no idea. This <laughs> <laughs> is such a great card. Um. I'm just looking through here real quickly, kinda make a pick. You know what I'm going to do, mm. and, and and I'm changing my pick because I really originally thought I originally picked uh, Ryan Hall and BJ uh, Penn, and because Ryan Hall is going to choke him out uh, mm. and send BJ into retirement. But just reading some comments fr- from uh, November, he says he's in a really good place and focused. So I don't really think he's going to retire. So I'm going to have to go with that Michael Cheese versus Carlos Conde match because I'm a big Carlos fan. I really thought Carlos, Carlos beat Robbie Lawler for the title when they fought. I mean, so I'm just I'm a big Natural Born Killer fan. So I'm going to go. With that. That's probably the fight I'm looking forward to the most. I mean.
0: Hey, that's your pick, man. That's what you wanted. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, me personally, man, I think I'm more excited about Chad Mendez versus Al- Alexander Volkanovsky. I kind of talked – I think I hinted at this last week. Um, but, I mean, I'm just I, – I like Chad Mendes. It was an unfortunate situation that he popped positive for Peds, which obviously <laughs> puts him on the list for me of, like, people I usually don't like. But watching him come back last year and scoring the knockout, man, huge, huge victory for him. Definitely awesome to see. So it's definitely cool that he um, that he's back in the Octagon doing his thing, so yeah, I have to go with Chad Mendes on this one. Okay. So something I kind of wanted to touch on, right, um, Well, obviously, we obviously I talked about the big controversy with, uh, with this card, right? So uh, John Jones is the first fighter in the US.C to both do USADA as well as VADA, Volunteer Anti-Doping Association. Um, He's been giving blood back and forth. They've kind of collaborated. Uh, And the story's been kind of weird about the whole situation with the Nevada State Athletic Commission as well as what's going on with USADA. So how are you guys, what do you guys feel about this whole situation with um, John Jones obviously being positive, quote-unquote, for Terence um versus, like versus how you saw it as handling the case, because Dana White keeps coming out and he's saying, "Hey, he did nothing illegal. He's done nothing wrong. He told Alexander Gustafson that if he wanted to wait till March, he could, and then they could do the fight in March." But he obviously declined, said he wanted to do the fight now. So,
2: where where do you guys stand on this? That's- you know, I'm I'm pretty happy. With the fact that he's risen up uh, and uh, agreed to to do both testings, um, it's just showing that he's trying to go in the right direction and show that he's clean and try to clear his name a little bit to continue to be able to fight. Yeah, I mean, that's a. And that's the thing for I me guess- too. Go ahead.
1: Um, if this makes sense, I I understand that with John. I have this weird thing of with him is that I I like John the fighter. I motherfucking hate John the person because he does shit where you're like, dude, like this recent thing where he was just being a dick bag to a, a interviewer. It's like, what? Why add that? Why just get in there and fight? And, and so I'm I'm hoping he does less shit in the new year and causes less more like less articles about him and 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 th- if the articles are there they're because he did something amazing in the UFC not caused a controversy so that's like that's kind of where i'm at at this is like you just kind of go oh it's another fucking john jones thing of course it sucks because this one's kind of got a lot of asterisks on it. There's a lot of there's a lot of explanation that needs to happen. I just can't wait for the day when there isn't that for him. And I, I love that he's doing the testing. I hope this is a stairs another step to that because it gets exhausting as a fan of his to constantly have to see something and be like, I got to defend this again, and you don't want to. So I'm I'm I agree with this this testing and hopefully all of this is just another thing where hey stop it in your next your your future fighting just just get back just to get back we don't need the extra I just want to see you fight and and do really really good.
0: Yeah, there's no doubt. Like the hardest part for me is like being a John Jones fan is just knowing that you're always constantly thinking not if but when is he gonna mess up next? Yeah. <coughs> Pardon me. Because one of the things that I remember from John Jones right off the beginning was when John Jones fought Bader, he beat Bader in the first round. And then he got the title shot against Mauricio Shogun Hua. And we were all talking about how great of a kid he was. And then he, that day before the fight with Hua, he stopped a guy from breaking into a person's car. And he, like, tripped him up. And then, like, we saw the writing on the wall. We're like, oh, man, this is the all-American guy. This is the guy that we've been waiting for to see. He's totally awesome. He just stopped the guy from stealing a car. And then he knocked out Marisa Shogun Hua. And from there, we Mm -hmm. watched, like, this kid blossom into this man who then, you know, fell into the traps of fame. And we're all like, yes, come on, Jones. You can do it. You can do it. And then he fucks up. And then we're like, we can make a comeback, comeback, comeback. And then he fucks up and you're like, comeback, comeback, comeback. Then he fucks up and you're like, yay. And then you're like, yeah. he goes away. He comes back, he beats DC and we're like, oh my God, he's back. Yeah. Then, he, then he, then the whole situation pops up. They strip him of the title. And you're like, well, fuck this kid, man. Like he keeps messing up. And now he's coming yeah. back and you're like, yes, come on, Jones. We know you can do this. And we keep like... It's 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 similar to how we were we, we talk about on other um, other other podcasts about just you have all these hopes and they just keep letting you down and you're like eventually like if you win awesome but if you lose we're just like yeah I man, guess whatever I guess
1: with John Jones is I'm just really looking for- it's it's not exhausting to be his fan that's what I'm looking forward to because the extra stuff makes it exhausting to be his fan.
0: But it always comes down to the part where people are going to be like, well, he's a juicer, he juiced, blah, 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 blah. And you're kind of like, whatever, man. But, like,
1: And it sucks, though, but, because, like, when he's clean and he does great, it's like, hey, what about that? So that's what I'm saying. I just, I'm hoping it becomes less, to, unless, like, he fucks up, well, not fucks up, unless he gets his ass, like, embarrassingly by Alexander fades off, and DC just kind of sits there laughing, like, what, bitch? like different But, like, if he's back, and he beats Alexander and stuff, I just hope it's more fighting, more record, more accomplishment, less articles about you done fucked up again.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see where he wins this fight, and then they tell him, like, hey, because you didn't take that much damage, or you know, you're on a 30-day suspension, we want to get you in and fighting, uh, dc in at the end of march and there you go that's the end of the fight that's the end that of the fight game fine. for dc and he has the chance to defend the title at the heavyweight you know what i mean
1: right that'd be interesting yeah It'd so be very interesting.
0: there's a there's a lot of stories it's actually kind of funny too because i don't know if you saw but uh nick diaz tweeted out that usada is not allowed to come to his place anymore to ask for blood
1: yeah, i did see that
0: Yo, Nick and Nate, like, Nick their is. Twitter game is on fire all the time. I love watching those oh, guys for right. people. You know who else right. I love watching on their Twitter game? We talked about this a couple times. Ben Askren. <laughs> God damn. Ben does not care. I could just,
1: like, click on his Twitter and just go through the feed every once in a while and be like, Thank you very much, Ben. I needed that for today. Thank you for yourself. They asked just reading everybody. I needed somebody to just call everybody out. Thank you. Thank well, you, you saw much.
0: where he, like, John Jones was talking about, like, I didn't, I didn't do anything wrong. I look forward to, like, stepping up and stepping out. And then he was like, dude, you're missing the point. And then, like, he came out with, like, a huge spiel. John Jones came out with, like, a huge spiel. And, like, and then Ben Askren poked at him again. And I think somebody wow. else called him out and said, like, you're – or they are talking about Ben Askren. And they said something about him. And he was just like, oh, that he wasn't the draw. And or he called out mm. and then he was just like, uh, Martin from Nebraska is not a draw. You know who to call <laughs> And he was talking about Anthony's favorite fighter
1: <laughs> Oh That's poor. Unlike the entire game, like all like all of USC see or just like No, I what mean, you mean we, as as we've that? obviously
0: yeah, we've obviously We've obviously seen see how, how good they are at what they do. It's just, it's funny yeah. to see, like, I don't know, because I mean, to kind of compare it, it's, I guess it's not really apples to apples. It's kind of like, you know, like Becky Lynch over in the WWE has like this fire Twitter game going on. Yeah, no, look-
1: I, I get what you're saying now. I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, no, I- element to it, because you're not just uh, watching them fight in the octagon. You're getting to get the little flavor on the side, like ah, right. oh, it's fucking Tuesday, uh and uh, and you know, I'm fucking the middle of February. What the fuck? Th- oh, this clown! What the hell? So you get that little bit of flavor when there's downtime and there's a fight going on, and someone's just like, "Let me read this guy. Let me just call you out. What's up, bitch?" And you're like, "Thank you very much. I didn't know I needed that today, I'm but so I did. That. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Yeah, that's that's the one thing I enjoy about so it, it, the ones that are good." Like, the ones that are just constantly fucking aggressive and they just talk shit, you're like, oh my god. Either get laid, take a chill pill, or, like, take a nap or whatever. Eat a burrito, something, because, like, seriously, that much much shit in you, come on. They don't need to be that bad. But the ones that are clever, like, if you're going to come at somebody, come at them with some cleverness. Like, that's why I love listening to Ben Askren, because when he does it, he's like, by the way... I'm gonna say this, and you're gonna go, "Oh, damn, that was good." And it could even be against you. I love that. So I, I think it adds another element for the fan, social media, because sometimes it does get aggressive. Watch this. See this. slap pa, 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 pa. So the fighters make the uh, shoving the, the shoving the different fights in your face more entertaining because they're like, "Hey, watch us be stupid." Like, what's what's his name? I gotta. Okay, I'm going to screw up his last name, so I want to make sure I have his last name correct. Okay. On Twitter. Is it? I think it's Elias. Is he the one that's constantly putting up like gifts and everything like that every damn time there's a fight? Because I'll watch Yeah, I think this, you're right. Uh, yeah, it's got yeah, it is him. Sorry, I'm on. The, I had to click on it to make sure. Um, because I watch MMA World on YouTube. They're really good. I don't know him, but you check them out. They're really good. Um, but they'll show the series of fighters react to whatever fight, and I live to see whatever the hell that man said because there's usually a goofy ass picture and some funny shit, and I'm like, thank you. That's exact. I didn't know that's how I felt, but that's exactly how I'm feeling get out of my brain right now so that's the other fun thing too because if you're thinking some way about a fight they might they might have put it on twitter and you're like fucking thank you that's exactly what i thought so yeah. adds another element
0: no it doesn't adds a whole another element it's so cool to watch and then it just and i'm just looking through everybody's like actually I'm, as we're talking right now, i'm looking through everybody's twitter feed right now and then like even uh, Dustin Poirier, man, he's got uh, mm-hmm. Gus winning a fight tomorrow. So, it's definitely interesting to see, like, everybody talking about the, <laughs> the fights. Right. It's crazy.
1: going to be interesting. Yep.
0: So, that is, uh, that's our prediction. I mean, I want to thank uh, Quick Nick for being on today. Um, I know we had a loss of midway through the broadcast. And then, Anthony, do you want to give your shout-outs?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, you guys heard Nick, quick Nick? Uh, there's gonna be a, there's an MMA fight at the Pinnacle next weekend. It's Season Beatings, brought to you by Dan, Dynasty uh, Combat. Dwight's um, fighting on that. He's the main event. Uh, so go ahead and come Jordan. Again, go and check them out. Uh, shout out to Jade and, and Mistaken. Uh, they just put on a show actually Wednesday to make their first music video. So Jade's making big things happen with that. Um, that's my link in love.
0: Right on. Julie, why don't you give your shout-outs?
1: All right. Um, my main thing that I always keep plugging is find me on Instagram at a little less jupaca. Sixty pounds down so far. Just trying to motivate people to get up, get out, let's do some shit. Good days and bad days. I don't, I don't sugarcoat it. If I'm having a shitty day, you'll hear about it. So come, come bitch with me, and at least get off the couch. We'll complain together.
0: <laughs> and as always, you guys can catch me at cm underscore miller eighty five. That's on Snapchat, Twitter, as well as Instagram. Um, as always, you guys can find us here at Franking Culture. Doing get the KO as well as you can catch Julie and myself and sometimes Anthony, um Frankensteiner, which is also here on Frank and Culture as well. Um, <laughs> also last but not least, it is the new year, so this is the this is the last show for the year. Woo! But then we'll catch you guys next week because obviously we're gonna be talking more about these fights. Uh, actually, it's the second to last show because yeah, um Sunday we'll be
1: we've got we yeah we, we got, the got Sunday show.
0: Yep. So uh, with that being said, though, guys, uh, remember to continue putting – just reach out to people uh, and just let them know that you're there for them. Uh, For me, it's – I'm always big about doing with veterans and even people who are active duty. We want to thank you guys for your service. It's always incredible. Whether you're home front or you're overseas, you are in my thoughts and prayers, and I know millions of people out there who – just continue to think about you guys and make sure that they can reach out and just say thank you. And if you guys ever need anything from us, don't be hesitant to reach back to us and say, hey, love you. Uh, you know, if you need something, just reach out and uh and We got you, buddies. We do, we do. And with that being said, this will be the first prediction show, as I said, next week. Uh, actually on Sunday, so in two days. You'll get another show for our reactions to the fights. And with that, you guys, go ahead and, and tell them peace. Bye, everybody.
2: 22.
0: And as always, good fight and good night.